Aya. Hi. It's us two again. I forget how we do these You intros. know, in reality, when Fanatical Fix have something that goes accidentally over two episodes, they then release it weekly to like, it's kind uh, of soon as yeah, and, That um, makes sense. I would do that, but I'm not going to. No. So, uh, we physically can't edit that much. Know that we would have, but instead you're getting a month of Smashed Hannah and Charlie, the special. Which, I hope that's what people enjoy. Imagine if people like the worst part of this podcast is the fact that they get drunk. <laughs> I wish it was a sober podcast. <laughs> they clearly both have issues. Yeah. Can anyway, they please sober up? We hope you enjoyed part... We have always meant to do a sober episode. We have. We have. We need to plan that in. We really do. I Make some lovely mocktails and plan day. that in. It's just a little reminder that Charlie and I are going to be attending LeakyCon Orlando July 29th to 31st. We are going to be there as special guests. We're going to be doing some things, some performances, things like that for you guys. So if you are, you know, if you want to go to LeakyCon, if you're in America, if you're in Florida, Florida, if you're in Orlando and you want to see us, then you can do that because we're going to be there. So yeah, please, if you're interested in coming to Leekion and us being there would tip you over the edge, then get some tickets. If you use the code goblet, you get $10 off your ticket. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, but yes, we are so, so excited and we will be telling you more about the kind of things we'll be doing when we're there, when we know. Um, but yes, it's just a little reminder that we will be attending Leon, Orlando, July 29th to 31st. Whoop whoop. But before we get started, we have some new patrons to welcome to the team. So an egotistical size thank you to Emily. A fuck toy size thank you to Florian. A fryer tuck size thank you to Fred. A grenade size thank you to Genevieve. An Easter bunny size thank you to Eloise. A kimchi size thank you to Kimmy. An elbow skin size thank you to Ella, who has upgraded her pledge. A pool drain size thank you to Patrick. A stratosphere size thank you to Super Banana. A sizable thank you to Sentry. An anaconda size thank you to Alex. A limousine size thank you to Layla, who is a new producer level patron. A Lucy in the sky with diamonds size thank you to Linda Van Dijk. Don't know. Who has upgraded her pledge. A microphone size thank you to Mirth, who I'm not sure if I pronounce incorrectly. A mile high club size thank you to Maddie. And a really large size thank you to RMG. Welcome to part two of chapter... This was five, wasn't it? Chapter five? Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, it was... The episode where we finally get to... Chapter five! Woo! Psych with the last episode. If you thought we were drunk in the last one... Get ready for this bad boy. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, enjoy it. Goblet of wine. <laughs> Do you want more moonshine? Yeah, that's great. I love that moonshine. Another shot has been poured. We're going to talk about the chapter eventually. Okay, we're going to talk about the chapter. Oh, it hurts my lips. It oh. hurts my liver. <laughs> Oh, it's awful. Okay, I'm drunk now. Yeah, okay, anyway. so where were we? So, so, so okay. Mr. Weasley arrives back. And, and can we talk about Molly, the Molly Okay, yeah, bit. so he does the That's whole... That's a great... I love that bit I, so much. He does it the whole security question. And <laughs> this leads laugh. me on to something particularly relevant to you guys. Do you guys know about the concept of walk? And not rock. Don't pronounce it like that. Walk. Like, literally, like, rock. Like, or, with the so known as wizard rock. Wizard rock. Are you guys familiar that this is unfortunately is a thing? 
No. Mm. Okay, so, okay, okay. I'm just gonna, like, transform into 12-year-old me here. Wizard Talk very much was a thing back, like, 10, 15 years ago when, like, the fandoms were at peak, yikes. And it also, there was also Doctor Who Rock, which was Troc, because it was TARDIS Rock. Right. So there was Wizard Rock and TARDIS Rock, and it was... Yep. Trust me, I want to blow my own brains out. Uh, unfortunately, I was uh, probably about 12 at the time. And, yeah, Wizard Rock was, like, a thing that I listened to and there was an entire song called Molly Wobbles. Yeah. It's basically a genre of music that is not rock music, but it's not people which is wrote... hilarious that it's called wizard rock. But people it, none of it was rock. But people wrote <laughs> songs about Harry Potter and, and one of them was called Molly, Molly, Molly Wobbles. Called Molly and it's Wobbles. honestly I implore anyone listening to this to look it up on YouTube because it's this it's special. Very, very sweet video of this girl just like with an acoustic guitar singing this Molly Wobble song. And honestly, this was a tune when I was 12. This was like all I listened to. But now I just like upon the like reading this, I was like, I have to go back and listen to that song. And it's it's very much like a woman with an acoustic guitar 15 years ago recording it on two megapixels on YouTube. And it's very, very sweet. But yeah, there was this song, Molly Wobbles, and this was like the peak of wizard rock. And I really hate the fact that my brain has re- not only knows this information, but has retained this retained information. Retained it, yeah. Um, I, love, yeah. I love how he chooses that as his question, because he knows that people are going to hear that question. I, I literally wrote down that the Wheezes is people who have never not had someone in their exactly, house. Like yeah. they are yeah. an open door house. It's an open door household. And like the fact that she's embarrassed about this question, obviously they've heard this question a million times yeah. because that's their their, their standard one. question. Yeah. But they, I can't imagine a time when they ever don't have some sort of guest in their house, and yet they're like, "Yeah, the question's going to be of the name you call us when we're alone." <laughs> yeah, like yeah. come on. But, but the then you more... think it's going to be something terrible, and it's just. And I love I love the word mortified. She's mortified, isn't yeah. she? When she turns around she says she's absolutely mortified. It's so because because like, Molly Wobble is so lovely. There's it's that so part lovely. of the film where it's like four times in three minutes or something that she says the word daddy and it scars me. Like honestly, like rewatch I think is it the fourth film it's the where fifth film fifth film where she just repeatedly says the word daddy she just keeps referring to arthur as daddy and i'm just like why did the script writer do this she's just like daddy how are you daddy daddy yes daddy and you're just stop stop doing it and then so it could be worse he could be like (laughs) what do we call each other when we're alone and she's like mummy but like (laughs) thankfully it's not that what would be the worst what would be the worst thing mummy would it be would it be mummy uh, I, I can think of some worse. worse ones. Yeah, I like mistress <laughs> would be worse. No, I want to imagine that's the worst. <laughs> Mr. Wheezy essentially by doing this is he says that he's following government protocol to set a good example. And my entire note was, unlike our actual government. There like none of them with the COVID thing, they were like, oh, let's set these rules. Mr. We don't have to follow them, Mr. Right? Mr. Weasley is the type of man, though, that would be massively promoted and everyone around him would be breaking the rules, but he would still be following them. Oh, because that just yeah. at him. He's the opposite of the Bojo. But then, yeah. like, it just tickles me the idea of Arthur being like, we have to follow these rules. And then, like, somehow there's, like, Michael Gove just being like, Yee! Yeah, But there was something very uniquely new Labour about the way she would describe, you know, 
Oh, I oh, mean, yeah. JK is new labor the to entire way through. Yeah. Yeah. She is, she's third wave feminist, new labor. Yeah. To the, d- died in the world. Die, die <laughs> hard new labor, yeah. yeah. You're spot on. Yes. You die hard correct. Tony Blair stand. Okay, so yeah. he's, okay. he's burned he's, he's burnt yet again his mouth on some <laughs> some kind of liquid food. Do we Molly's go like, go up to bed. I've got you Fred and George too, which I'm really sorry. I'm going to get into the... <laughs> Just the, the geography of the Weezy's house. I'm so sorry to have to do this at this no, drunken no, stage. No, I'm Go so ahead. into We're the Okay, okay, okay. So, for okay. Let's get into this. Okay. So the Weezy's have seven children. They clearly do not have enough rooms for the seven children. No. Because by the time that Harry first goes to stay at the Weasleys, Bill and Charlie have already moved out and they are already not enough rooms because Harry stays with Ron and Fred and George have a shared room. Yeah. That makes sense. They're twins, twins share rooms. Like whatever sure. twins I've babysat, share rooms. But they clearly only have a certain amount of children's rooms because Harry has to share with Ron. He doesn't stay in Bill and Charlie's empty room. Yes. So there aren't enough empty rooms, but Fred and George are now moved out. So Harry stays in Fred and George's room. But Hermione is already there. For some fucking reason. So where's Hermione staying? Why is she staying in Ginny's room if she arrived first? If Harry is in Ron's room. No, where? but he's in Fred and George's room. If Harry is in Fred and George's room, where is Fleur staying? Where is Bill in Bill's room? Yeah. Now Bill that's... doesn't have a room anymore. Because, oh, yeah. because Percy's if... room? Percy's room. Percy's room. Percy's room. You Percy's see... room. So Bill and Fleur are in Percy's room. Yeah. And Mrs. Weasley said, yeah, Hermione could stay in a room in a room because she but writes why? First, But why? <laughs> I'm going to give that room to Harry and Hermione can stay with Ginny and Bill and... I was just trying to work out the order of... I mean, you might as well pull Harry with Ginny. Yeah. <laughs> so there's not enough room for the children in these houses, the point I was no. trying to make. And I was yeah. trying to map out what children are in what room, but it's fine. Hedwig, yeah. so he arrives in Fred and George's room and it's filled with boxes. Filled but with what crap, else yeah. it's filled with is Hedwig, who he just specifically describes as waiting for him until Aww. she goes on her nighttime hunt, which I love Hedwig. Very cute. Tender, it's a tender scene. It's a tender yeah. scene. So then he goes to sleep. And the next morning he wakes up. He is such a drama queen. He's like, it's as if like a fucking bomb went off and it's like, it was just Ron waking you up. Ron is that loud. Why does Ron have to slap him in the head? (laughs) This is why you slap Harry in the head. Slaps him upside the head. Why you slap me in the head? It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit weird. Controversially, I'm going to say, if I could wake every night with someone slapping me, I'm fine with that. I like that okay <laughs> okay okay so ron wakes harry by slapping yeah. him slapping the head, yeah. obviously yeah. while he wrenches the curtains open which what why 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 and hermione i feel like that was hermione doing the curtains ron yeah, was hermione, just like, get up you little say, bitch it doesn't say it doesn't say who opens the curtains hermione then sits on the end of his bed while ron sits somewhere else and they start talking to him. So that, this is the beginning of the next morning. This is before Harry gets his boner. I thought Hermione <laughs> yeah. was in the box. No, no, no. It's, this is the morning. <laughs> Harry's boner. Chapter no, no, no. five. Because I, I, I mean, I'm looking. I, at, I thought Hermione sits on a box. I'm looking at my notes, but I don't have any because I'm not a man. <laughs> what? 
Do men just get it You're immediately? Not a man. I don't know. Do men just get it immediately? You what? guys have to answer. I'm sorry. Is he just, is this run slap him upside the head and he gets a boner? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> okay, talking no, no, from my I, personal I, I, experience, I, 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 if I'm, someone slaps me, then. Not you. I'm okay. being preemptive with Fleur walking into the room. Yeah, it's Fleur. It's Fleur. It's Fleur. It's Fleur. So what you're saying, we're not going off the slap. No, we're I'm going not, off flat. I'm not slap, saying maybe the slap gave him tremors. But, <laughs> <laughs> some, the slap didn't help. But this poor man has like a, a sitcom level of fast people of walking into the room. He's like, oh, it's yeah. my best friends. That's fine. Oh, now Ginny's here. I might fancy her. Oh my god, now it's Fleur. Oh my yeah. god, now it's Mrs. Weasley who's bringing me breakfast. Oh good lord. Oh um, my god. Okay, I'm sorry. We know that Harry has mummy issues. <laughs> Oh god. He's like, mummy, sorry, mummy, sorry, mummy, sorry. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so Ron hits him upside the head, Ron and Hermione are there, and they discuss Harry is the chosen one, possibly thing, which we talked about yeah. much earlier in the episode. But then like pretty quickly, like Ginny and Hermione start to be like, that fucking bitch. And Harry's like, that's a that's a bit extreme. Of course, about, yeah, because like, he, he gets him mixed up he with the mum. Yeah. The mom, yeah. <laughs> and then it, it's like not until Ron starts to be like, hey, I, like, you know, like... She's fit when Harry's she's like... She's fit, but like, and Harry's like... That's a very weird way to talk about your own mum. I mean, Mrs. Weasley's fit, but... Yeah, like, <laughs> but like, we have a reoccurring joke Wallace. about Harry just like being a dumb fucking bitch because he is <laughs> yeah. so yeah in this scenario I just picked Harry being like really fucking dumb but he's like I don't think that Ron is talking about his mum here <laughs> but the fact that he's like that is a really weird way for Hermione to talk about Mrs. Leesley like calling her self-centred yeah. but he's still going with it until Ron goes lay off her she's like I don't know something about her looks when he's like yeah. This might not be about Ron's mother. Yeah. yeah. But it's also, it's it's that like, and it's so true to the time, don't get me wrong, but it's, it's that level of like internalised misogyny that when there is like, you're like 14 and there's like an attractive female about that, you're like, what a bitch, that slut, just because she's like an attractive female and you've been so like internalized into that le- like level of patriarchy that you're just like this must be a bitch and then you grow up and you're just like no she's fine like yeah there are there are like different levels to Fleur because she does do some things which are patronizing absolutely. like I mean, in she, the she chapter does do she some pretty dicky stuff like she well, she no, that Fleur is not like necessarily on the level necessarily yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. And, no, no, no. She, and, and Harry and Ginny that's there's already the sparks there and Ron and Hermione yeah and she's coming in and messing with the whole program yeah she is she's yeah. coming into this family who are so they've got a vibe yeah they've got the a Weezy's vibe the have got a vibe and, and then she's coming in she's messing with the whole shit she's like yeah. she's you know but none of them she's, she's, she's too ethereal she, for the for the borough but yeah, there's yeah. like also yeah. there's like two levels because like Fleur is coming in at a level that none of them are at like there's nothing to do here apart from cleaning and it's like yeah there is if you take part yeah but then on the other side none of them are trying with her like yes we we know Hermione has only arrived two days ago and her and Ginny are not even trying to evolve, involve her in conversation. Yes. And she is the stranger to the family and they yeah. are very used and to like, the family. I understand the perspective where she's literally like, Molly is in the room and like Fleur fucking whips her oh, in the face yeah. with her face. Absolutely. That is like not okay. Like how would you ever think that's but she's, okay? Well, throughout the whole book, she's she's described her as quite like sort of, 
sort of not stuck up, but like quite like quite like French, quite French, and I'm yeah. French. That's fine. So I, I can I can stop yeah. offending the French. Nick can handle it. I can handle it. <laughs> pull back, like, the, pull back the French offensive. But like, but, like, but, but the, throughout the whole books, especially in book four, with the with the whole Fleur offensive, she's described as this kind of very. You know, she's not arrogant, but she's 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 very self-centered. Yeah, like she's, she's a celeb. She she's, she's a celeb. celeb. She but is. Like, she is. But also, like, is she or is she just like a woman that knows her own value as you would be if you were a fucking vila? Like, come on. Sure. I do. You know, and it's and, just not on the level. Yeah, like, yeah. She's and, not and on the level. I do think that this is part of like the eternal like British versus French. Yeah, I like that. Bloody, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. thing. And as much as, you know, like we joke about it on the podcast, yeah, like this is very representative of that fact. Mm. But yeah, like the fact that she literally like whips Mrs. Wheezy in the face with her hair, obviously not not okay. But also the fact that, you know, in a few lines time, like a lot of the female characters are just like, but she's so dumb. And then Harry and Ron have to be like, but is she? Because, you know, she was still the chosen one in terms of the Goblet of Fire. Well, I think sure. Molly, Molly says it in a in a little bit further from where we are, but, but she's just saying, ah, they haven't been together very long. I think, I think people are rushing into things because it's a dark time and everyone thinks they mm. might be dying soon. So everyone's just... She, she's she's showing her cards there as a mother. Yeah. Saying, this person isn't quite the vibe for the Weasleys. Totally, yeah. yeah. I, 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 and, I, don't think, I don't think Molly's in the wrong in this chapter. I think it's Ginny and Hermione. I, ganging. Yeah. Not that I think that Ginny and Hermione are totally in the wrong because Flirt is being patronised. I think but all also, the women are in the wrong totally slightly. Like, well, they, you... they, they, they know that she's a potential sort of... Threat. Bro- a threat. A Hermione but also, is... Like, I'm sorry, what did the ages here of... Ginny and Hermione's um, about to turn seventeen. Ginny's, Ginny's about to turn sixteen. Yeah, like I'm I don't sorry. understand why they can't enjoy the Ron and Harry just like just being able to just bask a little bit in the beauty of no, they're, they're like, so jealous. jealous you know, like they're, they're, they're not, like, no. they're, they're <laughs> not in there. You know, yeah. it's not going to happen. Like yeah. she's already engaged. She's, she's she's spoken for. Yeah. So like, you know, just let them let them enjoy yeah. how lovely she let is. Let them enjoy yeah. the hot woman. But like, yes. This is the thing. Absolutely. Like I just I just think at that age, whilst I can absolutely understand like the internalized like misogyny. Absolutely. Like you, at, when you're 15 or 17, you just hate any female. Like you just do. Yeah. I especially like, Hermione as, as a as a female. Yeah. yeah. Hermione in this chapter. Right. Okay. It's meant to be like. Hermione is always viewed to us as quite a, like, feminist, forward-thinking character, but in this chapter, she strides across the other side of the room and offends Fleur because she clearly fancies Ron. Yeah. And she's like, oh, but she's dumb. Fleur yeah. isn't dumb. And I'm Fleur sorry, is like, not no, dumb. No, no, but, but yeah. Yeah. But, like, And that's the worst is... threat to Hermione, the idea that Fleur is also yeah, yeah, yeah. very intelligent. Yeah. Yes, yes. exactly. Is... It's a threat to Hermione. Fleur isn't she's dumb the... at all. She's, she's just is quite arrogant. Like, yeah. that yeah. is that. Fleur... I mean, and, and exactly. That's the thing. She is a bit arrogant. Yeah. So yeah. She didn't have any time. And there's nothing wrong with Fleur. We're, we're saying Hermione is in the wrong at this yeah. point. Because Hermione is the one that's striding across the other side of the room. 15 to 17, absolutely. Like, you're in the wrong because, like, you have been brought up to to view other women as, as a threat as competition sure and this is what's going on with Ginny and Hermione yeah. at sure. this moment they're, they're viewing for Fleur as competition so then when it comes to Harry actually being like actually you know she's actually quite intelligent or she wouldn't have been picked for totally. you know the Goblet of Fire flip it round though if Crumb was knocking about in the burrow I think Harry and Ron would be a bit like 
But also... What are you doing here? Like, messing up our whole programme? Like... I would, yeah. love Sorry, I would have loved that. I love that Crump comes back in book seven for that whole yeah, dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I true, absolutely love that. Yeah, and, Ron, and Ron's just like, nah. Ron's like, <laughs> uh, dance with me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah and like, I like, I do like, Crump is like the ultimate, like, himbo. Like, we love him. So but poor Harry, on. because everyone has piled into this room. Why would <laughs> he have a massive raging erection? Yeah, he's got a semi, he's got a, a raging semi. duvet up to well, yeah. she, and then Flair comes in with some eggs. She comes in with some eggs. <laughs> because I literally wrote that, like, Harry is like, nice. oh my god, eggs are nice. Oh, Harry, I literally wrote that. Harry is. J.K. Rowling was really trying to go in with, like, classic teenage boy, but, like, what do teenage boys like? Women and breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've got it. And just to, was it to just to finish off the picture of perfection she was carrying some breakfast breakfast tray yeah. it's, it's the so most like, thing in the world so Harry pulls off his blanket here causing Hermione and Ginny to, to fall off fall. the bed <laughs> damn you fuck you <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> I okay, got hard on <laughs> can I play devil's advocate here in terms of Harry's Harry's um, erection raging bone raging yeah. bone please bone do he I Doesn't have just, a raging boner, he does. Well, <laughs> he may well do, but it's already covered by the duvet at this point anyway. I think he's pulling it up to hide his nips. Because <laughs> he's I got three of them, right? Yeah. yeah. He's got another. He's pulling a Chandler. He's got <laughs> yeah. a third. I think he's. I think he's sort of just. Got, he's gone to sleep with just his boxes on, mm. or maybe he goes fully. I mean, this is a whole. Yeah, world. Maybe he does. Do you think he sleeps in the? But no, I think Harry's just, he's in his covering boxes. his modesty. You know, he's not like he's not got his bone out. Yeah, but to Ron That's Hermione, he can up. have his nips out. Like it's fine. But as soon as Fleur walks in the room, he's like. Yeah. Ah! But really, what he should do is he should own it in that moment and be like, "These are my nips. You These know are my nips." I'm gonna pull the I'm gonna pull the duvet down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm show you that I'm so unfazed. Oh, this is me. Fleur, you may be going out with a 27-year-old, but this is me as a 17-year-old. Here is my semi. Also, um, to move on to Fleur. Yeah. She's 20, canonically. Yeah. And Molly is, like, concerned because they've only known each other a year. But in the end of the day, it does work out. Because, like, Lily and James also, like, they were 21 when they were married with a one-year-old child. Exactly. That's the crazy time. When you look at when you look at the age thing, yeah, and they're so young, yeah, and it's yeah. like you, I mean, you think of Lily and James as like always as like these incredible adults, so, but, yeah, and, and actually they were they didn't give them enough time. They didn't give them. She didn't give it enough time. Really, yeah, the time they're fresh like, out of Hogwarts. Because yeah, they're they are fresh out of Hogwarts. Like, I'm 27 now, and like if I got pregnant tomorrow, I'd be like, oh my god, I'm. I'm a child bride. <laughs> Legend. Good verb. Um, but like, yeah, if I got pregnant tomorrow, genuinely, at like the eight, grand old age of 27, I genuinely You'd be, be a like, child bride. I am yeah. a child bride. Yeah. And they're 21, they're like and, 21. They're 21 and they're seen, they seem as these, like, these golden sort of, you know, adult figures. Yeah. But they're children. I, they're children. Genuinely, we talked about this last episode, I genuinely do not think that JK Rowling can do maths. Because we talked about how in the mm. last episode she essentially scrabbles to be like, yeah. So um, wizards turn at eight, like turn off age at seventeen, not eighteen. And we think this is because she suddenly realised that it didn't add up. That yeah. If she mm. wanted Harry subtle. to like leave at seventeen when the protection broke, that she had it had to be a year earlier. And I think that she also didn't realise this about just 
Jake and Wally can't do maths. Like I this is an we did, we established. Did, we had an I don't think we the had... bitch can count. <laughs> we had an interesting conversation earlier. My partner was doing just some incidental kind of research because she was like, "Okay, Harry's birthday is July the 30th. I think your partner. If, if your partner on. was doing this research, I want to be best friends with them. Yeah, yeah. She, she, I mean, she, 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 she's Slytherin, so she, she's a Slytherin. Yes, a but she was doing this in like the most casual way. Uh, July the 31st is Harry Potter's birthday. Voldemort, born on the, th- born on the 31st of December, New Year's Eve. Um, Harry's parents killed on Halloween the 31st of October. And she was like, what is the obsession the thing with, with the, the 31st? The month, yeah. Well, yeah, what is it? What is it? It figures that Rowling has the same birthday as Potts. Of course she, she does. She gave him the same birthday. And, and that's why, the, you know. Yeah. I mean, it so happens that Halloween and New Year's Eve are on the 31st of the month. But... Mm. There was something kind of cool about that. She's yeah. sort of, you know... I mean, I always take great delight in the fact that me and the actor that plays Voldemort were born on the 22nd of December in Ipswich. The same hospital. Gosh darn. Admittedly, very different years. Me and yeah, that yeah. Mr. Ralph Fiennes. I don't know. Fiennes. Fiennes. But, yeah. J.K. Rowling definitely... Def- Definitely has something with like the end of the month. Yeah, yeah like, she's, she's got it going. She gave, she gave her protagonist the same birthdays. That's, That's pretentious. Like, that is. That's the ultimate like self wanky little. Yeah. Sorry. Even before J.K. Rowling turned out to be a terrible person, that's really pretentious. Yeah, to do it that. is. I love it, but it's pretentious. Nick's not into that though. We like it. Why not give your protagonist? Well, it? why not? Oh, to be fair, why not? If it's your yeah. series, you've created this person, why not? Like, I, I, before she turned out to be a quite a terrible person, I was kind of like, why not? But also, if you're going to come yeah. up with this whole story, do it. Like, People absolutely. always say, write what you know. And I absolutely agree. Until you turn out to be like a transphobic, hit, like, awful person. And then I'm like, just stop writing. Yeah. But like, well, until, sure that, until that point, I'm like, do whatever the fuck you want. Does like, anyone want more care. beer? Does anyone mm. want more beer? Should you I get more beer? We haven't, talked, we haven't talked about the fact that Ginny has decided to call Fleur Flem, which, which as a genius. child, it's just genius. It's so good. Like, it's oh, so, it's great. It's I mean, so it's, good. But, that, but children are great at bullying other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing yeah. about um, children. I mean, children are the as a police. 27-year-old, I am still great at no, bullying other people. No, you're not. You're a people. terrible bully. You're a really bad bully. I'm really good at oh, bullying Oh, you're really people. gentle and soft to the people you intend to bully. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the thing, the observation I had this morning thinking about it was calling the, the entire chapter an excess of phlegm. Mm. Yeah. I have, it's really I, grotesque. I, 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 have, I, have an issue, I have an issue with it on, on, on two levels. One is that it's just a not very nice sounding thing for, I don't mm. want to read that chapter, it's called an excess of phlegm. Yeah. <laughs> and second, secondly, the, um, the idea that Fleur is phlegm, there's not an excess of Fleur yeah. in that in that. It's in a that very chapter. reasonable amount. She, she sort of drops in. Yeah. So it's not an excess. But I like, guess I guess the point is that any amount of phlegm yeah, is, is, too is, is too much phlegm. phlegm. I know. I just, I, but yeah, Fleur is offended by everyone in the chapter, which I feel bad like, about. But, but then the really rude bit of the chapter is we're all like, let's compare Tonks and Fleur. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, Hermione and Ginny are like, let's pros yeah, and let's two women Tonks. against each other. And like, it's, Oh, and I just, like, I just, I don't understand because it's like, as much as I know that J.K. Rowling is awful at writing romance, it's like she just picks this whole Tonks and Lupin thing out of essentially, like, 
there's too much Lupin and Sirius shipping going on. So she's like, I need to give one of them like an affiliation to stop these gay rumours because being gay is a sin. So she's like, okay, let's give Lupin Tonks. And because it becomes so out of absolutely nothing. Like at this point, you don't even know that these two characters have met, that she's suddenly like, okay, they're getting married. So then she is clearly aware of this fact. So she's like, let's cause loads of drama in their relationship. So she's just like, okay, we need to start like putting Tonks in. But it's like so weirdly done. It's like Tonks is here because, okay, she's sad about Sirius's death. And everyone just assumes for several chapters that she's just being mentioned because she's yeah, sad. Yeah, let's get strung along. Is... Let's get strung along in kind of a half hour. Yeah, role, yeah. And it? then yeah. it's like, oh, turns out she doesn't actually care that her cousin is dead. She just really yeah, so she, she has, she's cold about that. She's cold. So she, she, I she really, hates serious. I yeah, really yeah, hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really wanted it's to come bit, from this from a, a really crap, neutral standpoint because I'd always quite liked Tonks and Sirius. Like I had kind of. I like, can't. Tonks and Sirius. Well, like as you an mean item. the cousins. You mean you love incest? Shut up, Tonks and Remus. Love incest. <laughs> Harry Potter incest. I know incest. too much time on Pornhub. Is that fine? Uh, is that one of the stuck in a washing machine? Shut up. <laughs> I had always quite liked Tonks and Remus. I never mm. had that much of an issue with it. And then when we started this podcast, people had started messaging me and started talking about Tonk. No, about Sirius. Yeah. And Remus. And I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to really watch out for this. I'm going to really look into what is going on with their relationship. And they are absolutely right. Five books of Tonks and Remus not interacting mm. in the slightest. And then book five starts. And Tonks is clearly very sad. And you're like, oh no. Like a character is going through an adult emotion of being really depressed. And like literally the text described it as depressed. It's not just sad, mm. it's depression. Mm. And Hermione gives a really good explanation of, yeah, Sirius was her cousin and she didn't know him for that long, but she feels guilty over his it's death. Survivor's guilt. Or survivor's yeah. guilt. Yeah. Because she, and I'm like, yeah, that's a really good explanation. She's, and then in the last she's... chapter of book six, it's like, no... No, you just want it's to because bang she the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> and you like, what? <laughs> no, no. Sorry, that yeah. was really No, Hermione's description is so much better than the actual. <laughs> what are you talking about? That she was in love with Lupin the whole time. Where is this like, coming from? Like, just, I'm even, sorry. I am waiting for this to make yeah. sense. And it doesn't. It it's, really doesn't. So, like, you can tell that J.K. Rowling knew about all the serious and loop. Lupin shipping and just was like no and like how dare there be a gay couple no Tonks is for some reason there I hate it so much yeah like because especially in my brain like Tonks and I'm not basing this on the films I hate the film interpretation of Tonks but like to me like Tonks in the film like as a like you know bisexual woman like Tonks for me in the films was this absolutely iconic strong amazing couldn't give a fuck like bisexual woman and then like just the films and the books just kind of resorted her in the end to this like but she loved this man and that became her entire personality and I'm like give me a female character that like their entire arc wasn't about a man please like Tonks was so 
obviously It was a bit wasted, queer. wasn't it? It was a wasted opportunity. I, yeah. I totally agree. Even, especially in terms of, like, even if you view yeah. her in terms of, like, gender, let alone sexuality, like, the fact that she could transform whatever she wanted, like, and, like, this is so clearly, like, a non-binary I feel character. like I feel like in book five there was some cool shit with Tong. She was yeah. cool in book five. She was cool in book five, and then in book six it was just a bit like, yeah. nah. She was set out to be so yeah. cool, like, literally, yeah. what, like, all of, like, and, you know... I read Harry Potter and listened to Harry Potter from an age before I could even understand the concept of sexuality. And then I got to a certain age, probably around the same age that I could actually fucking read for myself because I was dyslexic. But literally probably the same age that I like learnt to read was the same that I age that I was like, okay, I think I'm not straight. <laughs> like, and then I was like reading about like Tonks and I was just like, oh, she's with a man. Right. Like... It's so disappointing when she's so cool and it's just like, and then she loved this old man. And don't get me wrong, like, as a bisexual woman, that's absolutely the arc that every bisexual woman goes through. Where it's just like, oh my God, I'm amazing. Like, I'm attracted to all of the genders. And, you know, there's this old man that I'm attracted to. So then Hermione gets punched in the face. To be fair... As good segue, good segue. It was a good segue. It made me laugh. Um, but... but like, why? Like, what in the plot of this chapter necessitates uh, Hermione being punched in the sometimes, face? Sometimes, Hannah, you just have to put women in their place. But like, I kind of read this and I was like, okay, Hermione gets a black eye and it can't be removed. Like, it's explicitly stated that Miss Susie can't remove this black eye. So I was kind of expecting <laughs> some sort of thing in the next chapter where it's like... It necessitates Hermione having a black eye. No. Yeah. No. There's nothing. Hermione just has a black eye because yeah. she's just been she's punched just in like, the face. How dare a women eye. have her, like, opinion? <laughs> like, she's just been punched in the face by a random oh, telescope. so bad. <laughs> and also Ron's reaction immediately is to stifle laughter. Yeah. yeah. Not, not so bothered, mean. Like, she's not Which is, like, a very film Ron moment because like yeah. Ron traditionally in the films is the one that's just like being a fucking arsehole but then you yeah. read him in the books but this is one of the few moments you read the books and you're like oh yeah he's totally so an ultimately he is quite insensitive as as a character oh yeah, Ron, yeah. Ron I, I maintain Ron, is awful all the time <laughs> yeah, Ron, Ron is always a bit of a dick isn't yeah. he he's Harry, a bit of Harry's a, dick. a blank piece of paper Ron is awful and Hermione Hermione's is just Hermione's the best incredible. one Hermione's yeah. incredible Hermione's yeah. just obviously the best perfect one perfect in every Ron's way Ron's just like a little like yeah, yeah. yeah. so then <laughs> Hermione gets it pushed to be like stabbing and going yolo although actually a second later he's like well my mum can like fix it up for you straight away so yeah so she can't so, but also like pain is still can't. pain is the issue yeah, you know yeah, yeah, like yeah, it totally. doesn't matter if that you're having gets... an unpleasant experience here I'm not gonna laugh in your face about it yeah <laughs> but he does because <laughs> I've never laughed at anybody who's been in pain and I've seen other people do it and it's bad when no, you, I when think you I see th- someone like fall over in the street and someone's like <laughs> no, I, no, I've no. never done that it depends what kind of fall it depends what kind of fall it really depends what kind of fall does it really though yeah if someone does a that's funny really... fall, it's funny. If okay, it, so that's If funny. it's like a Monty Python, like Ministry of Silly Walks kind of fall, yeah, like yeah. then, yeah. Our, our producer <laughs> a couple of days ago just f- fell off a chair in a very funny way. Yeah. And what? we all laughed a lot. One and, of my... he, and it turned out he was actually a little bit hurt from that. <laughs> oh, no. Shots. 
Oh, shots. Yeah! You're like, oh, shots, as if you did. <laughs> you Goblet did of water. wine. Shot, shot, okay, shot. Okay, here okay. we go. Goblet yeah. of wine. Are you going to be able to get home? <laughs> I'm going to a party after this. My breath smells like like someone's stuck. Tequila and moonshine. Someone, someone's literally like petrol down my throat. Um, yeah. Welcome um, to the Goblet of Wine. Welcome to the Goblet of Wine. <laughs> okay, so, so she's, they're in bed. They're in, They're bed. in bed. She's just been yeah. punched in the face. She's just been punched in the face. And we're like, Ron is still strange from the family. Yeah. Ron? Um, Percy. 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 Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Percy, Percy. Percy, who's just, is a bit of a dick. Yes, but also, like... I have no time for Percy. No, like, Nothing. he... Whenever we talk about Percy, we've been kind of ruined by meeting Chris. Um, yeah, because he's, like, the so nice... So Percy's fine. Percy's fine. He abandons Percy. family. Percy, he's fine. He's fine. fine. He abandons Percy, family. Percy, he's Percy, Percy. Yeah. Chris is, like, amazing. Chris is so, like, No, positive. Percy is morally grey. Percy is a great, morally grey character the same way that Slughorn is because Percy has decided to stay estranged from the family because, as Dumbledore says, it is harder to forgive someone who was wrong than was right and Which that is, is so true it's so true it's like i don't get this because harry is so confused by this but i absolutely understand like it's so easy to forgive someone for being wrong if they're right, right so it's, difficult it's, it's in, so in true. one sentence encapsulates so many problems with yeah, families yeah yeah it's so many problems with christmas basically oh christmas. yeah <laughs> like they just like oh, sums up everybody's oh, christmas yeah. oh yes like, it's just it's such a good way of putting it, isn't it? And every family has been through this issue, like... But, like, yeah, like, a lot of people have been through this issue of, like, families infighting over minor things for being wrong or being right, and it is easier to forgive someone for being wrong for being right. And Percy is in that situation, totally. even though he is yeah. not a bad person... He is still estranged for the family because he hasn't had the guts to apologise, which I fully yeah. understand because he believed he was in the right. It is the goblet of wine. <laughs> I just wanted to give one of those kind of like one of those like mid. You've got bits. live jingles. With <laughs> I love this. Goblet of wine and we're having lots of fun talking about Harry Potter, but not really talking much about Harry Potter. <laughs> That's more like, like, this is the goblet of wine. <laughs> like, I don't think, like a more like sort of pagan thing. No, go ahead, go ahead. This is, this is, <laughs> I'm going to get it right, I'm going to get it right. This is, <laughs> I'm not going to get it I'm right. I'm sorry for no, go I ahead. I like a more pagan kind of like, this Look, is the, the goblet of wine. in anticipation. Um, should like, we do no, shots? Like, let's the do the shots, let's do shots. More, no, if I do more shots, I'll die. So yeah, Harry goes downstairs. And Mrs. Weasley cannot get the black eye off Hermione, which again, like yeah. I feel like it was written in for a plot reason, it's where it so just odd. isn't. It just like it sticks out like a sore thumb. Exactly, not to like, be very like literal about it. Like but... I feel like it's almost like a time turner, but like Hermione with the black eye and Hermione without the black eye. Yeah, but no, that's not the reason. It's, 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 it's worth skipping the, the over. It's so George... it's so nothing is. Yeah, exactly. But it's only nothing. Fred and George can get rid of the black eye later in the book. Exactly. Right? With, with, yeah. their, with their balm, their soothing balm that they they put on it. Exactly. Because yeah. Right. So the the three of them are pacing nervously around the kitchen because the owls are about to come. The owl results. And they finally spot three owls in the distance and they're flying towards the window. So the three of them are standing there and Hermione's like holding both of their arms. Like, oh my God, mm. the owl resort's about to come. 
And the three of them are standing there and the owls are flapping towards them. Flapping. And none of them realise we might need to open the window to let these owls through. And finally, Mrs. Weasley, right yeah. at the last minute, is like, I'll just open this window. Yeah. Like the fucking GCSE results. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because they care so much about them. And in yeah. my time, I'm just like, these do not matter. I think, I think it's fair to say I cared more about finding out what their OWL results were than my own GCSE results. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I just, like, they don't matter. They don't. Like, I don't care oh, what I mean, anyone Oh, they mattered, says. but, like, they didn't matter as much as what the three of their no. OWLs would be. Like, also, can we talk about their scale that they use for Oh, the it's results? not yeah. awesome. Because yeah. I could talk about that for, for such a long time. Yeah. I, first of all, I love... That if you are rubbish, you're a troll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that really would have been me. Troll poor. Uh, uh, was uh, it? Uh, poor is great. They're, poor so, is they're, so, they're, they're such incredibly broad. Dreadful. Yeah. Is it troll dreadful. poor and yeah, dreadful? dreadful? There's nothing more posh than that. Just like dreadful. Dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> and then just the but the worst the worst is you're a fucking but like, troll. It's the same thing as nowadays because like my sister's a teacher now and she talks about like oh this person got a one and this person got a three and I'm like. It's not, it's not as much. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, can you either explain this in terms of like an A star, A, B, C, or can you please explain this in terms of like a troll or There's... a dreadful? Like, I, I don't understand yeah. like a one, two, three. Yeah. Also, yeah. how broad is, is, is exceeds expectations? Because that's quite yeah. broad. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I, and then someone says, <laughs> I think, I think who expectations? Says, that's so subjective of like. Someone it... says, I, I, ex- I exceed expectations to everything because I at least turned up. I think it's one yeah. of the, the Weasley like, twins. It, it's absolute that. bollocks. Like, you can exceed expectations because we thought you weren't even going to. Turn up to be What's the phrase? I'm so I'm so drunk at this point. I can't I can't think of what what the parallel I'm trying to. Think I don't know why you're drunk. Oh, we've been we've been shotting moonshine for the last three hours. It's a it's a double edged sword. It's a mean it's a mean positive. What's the phrase? Yeah, when someone says something that is a lovely thing to say, but it's couched in something. Oh yeah, nasty. yeah. What is the phrase? I don't know. Okay, well, but that's what exceeds expectations. Is. Yeah. yeah. It's the second one down from the best one. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's bonkers. You, it's like a nonsense measure of yeah. ability. Because it, it pulls up a lot of the people that should be crap, and it pulls down a lot of the people that should be good. I mean, yeah. the, whole thing, the whole thing like is whose built expectations? On what are the level of expectations? Yeah, it's yeah. like you exceeded expectations, but like I genuinely didn't think you would. Ex- like, like I feel like, exam. like I feel like Neville exceeded a lot of expectations. Yeah, yeah he turned up to. But it, that everyone. doesn't mean he. Did, did like, well. well. Okay, and then and and Hermione is upset. She's upset. upset. Okay, so this this will piss me off for the rest of my life. That like she like sees expectations in her defense against the dark arts exam. D A D A. No, she could she should have got exa- outstanding, and the only reason why she didn't is to make Harry seem like extraordinary. That was the one yeah. exactly very good point. The, the 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 only thing that Harry got the O4 that she didn't was the one thing that he should have got and to elevate it yeah mm. she didn't get it yeah. which is bullshit because obviously she would have gotten it yeah. Yeah. yeah like why was she yeah. we've not been given any reason that she wouldn't give the hi- get the highest grade um, I had a funny one about this book that halfway through this book she refers to Defence Against the Dark Arts as D-A-D-A mm. and there's only once in the whole of all of the thing Mm. And I think that must be an editing bit. 
Mm. It must be an editing thing because yeah. there's one one moment where, and I always thought like the editor just didn't didn't edit that. Yeah. Because it just yeah. says once it's D A D A, and it's like obviously the editor just didn't fucking edit that bit. Oh yeah. And I always was like, and even Stephen Fry is like D A D A. Yeah. See, like, I yeah, thought it okay. happened in book five, but yeah, I need to I actually go it. back and check and see whether it is just in book five or just in book six or in both. Because, yeah, it definitely does. I remember yeah, saying DADA. And I'm maybe, like, maybe you're right because I feel like Jacob Running wrote it down and the editor was like, yeah, Defense Against the Dark Arts. And at one point it got missed. Because yes. obviously you would never, if you're writing it, write Defense Against the Dark Arts every time you'd write DADA. D-A-D-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and obviously the editor just didn't, didn't do it Think once. It. Yeah. No. Or cut it down just DA or like, well, you know, just. It said so many times. There should have been a, a, a good, neat abbreviation that. It's such, like, used I'm sorry, it only it's such once, a so. simpy thing that exactly. they're like Dumbledore's army. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, no, yeah, you're <laughs> when right. they're like thirteen, and then you're like, mm. it would have overlapped there. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Hermione smashes it. Harry. Harry does slightly Harry, better than Harry Ron. does like slightly good. better than Ron. Okay, there's a nice moment I think in that when they get the results of com- camaraderie between Ron and Harry. Where yeah. they're just like, hey, we hey, weren't we're shit. So, yeah, we're, but a nice okay. decision to make sure that they were like pretty average. Yeah. 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 Harry's yeah. a bit of a dick when he's like, there are no O's there. I'm like, leave Ron alone. Like, yeah. there's right. no we... need to say there's no O's there. But yeah, it's nice that they are not, neither of them are the smartest always... people in the year. Like, yeah. they're just like, oh, we're fine. We've both passed. Like, we're good. Yeah. But there's always yeah. that little bit of, toxicity with Harry it's a realistic there's, and always, there, there's always that little bit of there always is yeah well and Ron is it comes out in book five yeah. in book five when, when Ron becomes prefects and and Harry's really really kind of like yeah. jealous of, well not jealous about it but it sort of like gets in his craw yeah and, and yeah. he's talking to the mirror and the mirror's like yeah and and there's always that little bit of competition that's bubbling on the surface, I guess, that comes out in book seven. Yeah. When, when, you know. But that's it's nice that they they equal each other out. On yeah. That little thing apart from him, get, him getting one o, it's kind of. It's a true. lovely calm moment, I'd say. Them all receiving their results, and yeah. the only the only sort of negative energy is based around effectively a comedy moment of. Hermione being bummed yeah. out about not having a straight up. Which, and like, just as much as it's a comedy moment, we all knew that person that got, like, near-perfect grades, mm. but they got one A instead of A star. And yeah. actors they had it. every gel pen. They had ruined their entire life because they got an A, not an but A But also, star. it's so yeah. unrealistic, the fact that Hermione couldn't finish two of her exams. Like, bear in mind, her astronomy exam was interrupted because Hagrid got... Intercepted, assaulted, assaulted. and her history of magic exam got interrupted because Harry fucking had an attack, and yet she got an outstanding both those but got and it sees expectations in defense. No, yeah, (laughs) you don't believe it. I do not believe this. No, it's written so that Harry is the top dog in defense against the dark arts. I'm sorry, it is. Didn't it? She she fucked up in in the third book. Yeah, it's written that Hermione like wardrobe with McGonagall coming out and and yeah yeah yeah. Also, I I was slightly shots. Jesus Christ! (laughs) Harry doing so well in potions on his results, I thought was a bit of a misnomer in terms of he was then going to go on and have the the Snape's book and do so well in potions. He should have mm. done badly in potions. 
Especially because Snape hated him so much. Well, that's kind and of... then he would have well, then been like, and then it would have been the incentive to be like, right, during... it's kicking off. Well, that, now that, I'm that, gonna... that's how the chapter ends. Like the chapter ends with him thinking that Snape yeah. only accepts accepts outstanding, mm. and he got exceeded expectations, so he can't get into yeah. the OW the the Newt course, which yeah. is bullshit. That individual teachers set the individual yeah. acceptance level. It's but anyway, absolute nonsense. Yeah. So the chapter kind of ends with him thinking this is the end of my aura. Yeah. But also career. Yeah, we yeah, do yeah. the end of the Which chapter. Which is devastating. Yeah. Both Ollivander and Florian Fortescue have been like taken, much like in the original taken film with, you know, Lee. Yeah. Isn't that almost exactly seven? the same as that? It's, it's, it's almost identical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> same plot, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly yeah. the same. If you, if you want Florian Fortescue <laughs> bang, I have a very particular set of skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. Florian Fortescue. I, I do. It's such a up. good name. It's just good. In fact, to be honest, if if our baby was a was a boy, we would have called called her Florian. This is my that's next baby really we have cool. together. Yes, of yeah, course. Yeah. 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 That's, that's yeah. The chapter kind of ends with Harry being like, "Oh, well, I'm pleased with my OWLs, which he should be. He got yeah, good grades. He, he did. Good grades for but he can't be an aura anymore. Mm-hmm. But, and he's kind but of sad he about can that. be the Quidditch team captain, which is really convenient given that every other year it's just been like, oh, the past year's team is, is you know, still going to be the thing. Yeah. And this is first team year where it's like, he's the Quidditch captain and he's got to, like, redo the team it's so for like just plot convenience Shh, it's fine it's you all know? good it's all good it's like yeah, every it's other good. year he's not had to re-audition for it he's just been in it and yeah. then this year it's like oh I'm the captain and suddenly we have to re-audition everyone like I also was really worried I remember at the time reading it that Harry being made captain at that point would sort of have to make Ron be in the team I know, I know, but like, yeah. I remember at, wrong, at that moment, weird. it was just like, but it's going to be nepotistic now. I mean, not nepotistic, yeah. whatever the friend version of nepotism is. But that's what happens <laughs> during the book. It's like, it's like, yeah. oh, he's only choosing his mates. And like, I know, but he's I, only choosing like Ginny before that, before that unfurled, they prove them wrong. Yeah, because they are great. Yeah, it gave me a large level of anxiety that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, because it's like he has power over Ron. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and and it's already after book five. It was just it's already on you know yeah. Yeah. Um, thin ice. Weasley is our king. Maybe the most annoying <laughs> part of all of yeah. the the Harry Potter things, especially the Stephen Fry reading of Weasley is our king. Does that not annoy anyone else? Just me? Just me? I don't Weasley right is our king. <laughs> just this little yeah. deadpan version. No? Just me? Just me? No, no, no. Okay, no, no I, get right. it, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, just yeah the, although yeah. I'm sure you're far more like anal about melody than I am. <laughs> yeah, well, just because it's so, so, so annoying. Well, if we can stick in in, in this chapter and, and scrutinise Stephen Fry's reading of this particular chapter, it reminded me, listening to the audiobook this morning, of his, his French accent he gives... Player. It's remarkable. so it's absolutely it's remarkable. massive. It's huge. It's the yeah, biggest yeah. French accent he Harry. Yeah, it's Harry. So Harry. It's yeah. don't get me wrong. It's like incredibly. If you can be racist about, about like, the French, it would be so racist. It's 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 not even about racism. Like, it's just it's just, it's so off-putting how like, ridiculously gigantic yeah. his accent. I I had a good game that someone gave me years ago. I and this might be good for your listenership is it's a good game i really like this game is 
Can you name two Harry Potter's characters with the same first name? Surely there are none. Oh, there's a lot. Really? There's a bunch. There's a bunch. And I, I, I don't know if, I, if we should just leave this as like a kind of like a cue for your listeners. Until I came to editing, I had forgotten this game that was set. But please uh, pause the episode right now and send your answers in to to our Twitter. Tweet us what your answers are to this game. There is more than one, which is the kind of obvious one that's pointed out in the book. But yeah, like tweet us your answers, as many as you can think of. We'll 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 send them to flight. <laughs> Mary Mo- McKinnon and Mary Catamol. Oh shit. Fuck you! Please don't tweet me. I know, I, I know it's not Mary McKinnon, it's Marlene McKinnon. I, you can tell I've had a lot to drink. Go away. A fist bump is, is being offered here. <laughs> That's and fucking awesome. Because, and I only well thought done. this because I saw a TikTok today of are they the same character? Because it's never confirmed that Mary, Cass- Mary McKinnon dies and is Mary McKinnon when she marries, turns into Mary McCatamol. Fuck. That's the That's only so reason cool. why it's on my mind. That I saw a TikTok today that is Mary McKinnon. I actually, I actually, I actually prepared a few. <laughs> oh my god! Should we? Should we? Should we? Yes. I mean, this is yes. Okay, I I had five that I thought mm-hmm. of the other night okay. when I was sleeping. Um, why well, sleeping, you... sleeping when I was going to bed? Marcus Belby, Marcus Flint. Yeah. yeah. You're a massive nerd. Nicholas from Mel. Sir Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. Yep. You're a massive nerd. Shh, shut up. Ernie shut Prang. Ernie McMillan. Who's Ernie Prang? Ernie Prang is the driver of the night. Yeah. Of course You're he a is. massive nerd. Come on now. Shh. Tom Riddle. Tom the barman. Of course. Yeah. Because um, that's even mentioned. It's a common name. Percival Weasley. And... Percival Dumbledore. <laughs> Wait, there's a Percival Weasley? Percy. Percy. Yeah. Oh, is that like short yeah. for? Yeah. Percy short for Percy. Oh my person, god, right? I'm very impressed. I have to say, I'm very impressed. I was thinking about this while I was going to bed. <laughs> but also, and, and I just, it just, yeah. Someone, someone fair, tasked me with this like ten years ago. They were like, "What about it?" Yeah. So yeah. I also, I also had a thought the other night. This is another niche one. Mm-hmm. So, in the same book, in my favorite chapter, which we are yet to talk about, chapter twenty. Voldemort, do you? Voldemort, I mean, okay, can you please, do you want to come back give, for that? Or? And also, can you please give a, like a brief summary now of why that's yeah, your favourite chapter? Why on earth? Because we discussed this and we were like, why is that the favourite chapter? Because it's absolute. It's an amazing chapter. But why? why? Go on, Nick. Okay, so mm-hmm. you get to see Voldemort as this as this young man who's coming up as this horrible entity, and you get to see him sort of. Manipulating Hepzibah Smith, yeah, and this is where I'll go. I'll rewind on my Hepzibah Smith thing. So he's he's he's, the, and you get to see him as this sort of grotesque man who's kind of manipulating this old woman, and then you get to see him applying for the Hogwarts job, and he's he's already done all this stuff. He's gone mm. off and he's killed all these people, and he's become this. He's split his soul, and he's there talking to Dumbledore, and it's obviously the meeting. It's the yeah. meeting between. Voldemort and Dumbledore. That's the only meeting you get apart from the kind of unsatisfying meeting that you get in book five. Which, okay, it's kind of satisfying that they have a big battle. But it's Voldemort as a young man and Dumbledore as a younger man and they're having a conversation across the table. Mm. And that for me is the most satisfying part of all the books for me. Just like these two 
the light versus the shade having an incredible conversation across the table and it's just it's just it's just so good yeah it's just mm. such good storytelling that for me is the height of the whole series it's just her getting it right yeah like okay. getting it totally right the origin story of, of the, the Voldemort thing. Because yeah. when you went it's to like, that, I was I'm like, but the films miss it, and you're just like, okay. The films don't do yeah, they don't like even evil, just because. Oh, yeah, because he's evil. Uh, but like, and, and, and Dumbledore knows everything about he's, what he's doing, and it's just yeah. so perfect. He, Dumbledore just knows every move that Voldemort makes from a child. Yeah, yeah. And then you see that in that chapter, it's like, you've got, you've got, you've got these guys staying in, in Hogsmeade, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're... He just knows ahead of time exactly every move that Voldemort's going to make, yeah. and yeah. no wonder Harry wins. Yeah, and like, and I know that you guys say that Vold, Vold, that Dumbledore is grey because he's setting up Harry for, uh, you know, for death. But honestly, he he's not. He's setting up Harry for victory. He's setting up Harry to win. He's setting up Harry to live. Yeah, he yeah. knows he knows Voldemort so well, and he's setting up Harry to know Voldemort. I think. It's the best chapter because he's mm. just, it's just so good. I love it. I, I think it's yeah. brilliant. I think I, it's absolutely you are right. Brilliant. Yeah, I, yeah. I now want to get you back on with the chapter because when you mentioned it, I was like, what? And I went and Googled it. I was like, what's that special about this Do chapter? Do you want to like, come on good. or have we scarred you for life at this point? Well, well I, I think we do. If you want to have me back for that chapter, I would love to come back for that chapter. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is my favourite fucking chapter. Okay. And also, the last thing I'm going to say about that chapter, <laughs> which is super niche, is that Hepzibah Smith, yeah. Zachariah Smith, they're definitely related. You've got to think. I mean, you they're, know, admittedly, I mean, the last thing Smith is she's like. She's got the Huffle, Hufflepuff cup. And she's. And... But Smith is such a common name. Yeah, but why wouldn't they be related? Well, in the wisdom well yeah why wouldn't they? i've got yeah. to be on his why side they, like that's the only time you hear the yeah. the, the the surname smith yeah. during the whole thing hepzibah smith yeah and zachariah smith and they're both hufflepuff, hufflepuff related it's gotta be surely yeah, no. surely yeah surely no i do agree i do agree well on that note it's the End of yeah. The, we no, you're gonna somehow have to do it for did me. like an entire chapter, and I don't understand how. I feel like I have one last note, and it's I thank you, thank you guys for humouring us in our Putting many fucking tangents about these books. I love every tangent. I'm glad because there were many. <laughs> there were so many. Thank Clim- you guys so mountain. much. I would just like to say thank you very much for having us. Do you want to know? Oh my God, like, thank you so much for all Do you want to talk a bit about where our listeners can find you, where they can listen to you, and what's coming up? If you you are interested in listening to our music, that's fine. You can go and find us. It's it's fly to F-O-I-T-E. You can go and and dig deep if you like, but... No, but they also genuinely are fucking incredible. Okay, sure, but we're not here for our music or to promote anything other than just to come and talk about Harry Potter. Okay, but also do go listen to them because they are genuinely amazing. Some, uh, and this is coming from Hannah, who exclusively listens to Taylor Swift. Anyway, like, we will put all the links to where you can yeah. find Fight in the description, and yeah. we just because go listen to them. For some reason. 
they agreed to waste their time on this. So yeah. Please do go listen. And I'm not joking. I'm the drunkest I've ever been on this podcast. So Are you that's, actually? That's their fault. Like, that's quite saying something. I'm scared. <laughs> Fair scared? play. Um, we're all very, very drunk. And um, please go listen apologies to, to all our listeners, both flight listeners and Goblet of Wine listeners. Goblet uh, of Wine. <laughs> uh, I but hope, like, I hope gen- you've I got something out of this. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I'm ending this episode here before I literally cut. I mean, several episodes. Several episodes. Two to three episodes. Two. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Kindest regards to all involved. Regards. Thank you for listening to this episode of Goblet of Wine. To find us on social media, search at Goblet of Wine Pod on Twitter or at Goblet of Wine Podcast on Instagram. We also have a website over at www.gobletofwine.co.uk where you can keep up with everything that we do. This podcast is produced by our wonderful Hufflepuff tier patrons Yolanda, Wes, Samuel, RMG, Patrick, Nick, Lewis, Layla, Catherine, Gillian. Becca, Ashley, Emily, and Alexia. If you'd like to support this podcast, check out our Goblet of Wine Patreon, where you can also gain access to bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes content, and our Discord. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye! Bye.